You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Cult Movie Cantina. This podcast takes a look at our favorite cult films, introduces them to someone who hasn't seen them, she'll be here shortly, pairs them with a great alcoholic beverage. That's me. And then we talk about it. This week we watched the 1988 film Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by... Your facilitator of fun and lady of libation, Stephanie. And we have a special guest this week... We have Dr. Ann Guzzi, an associate professor of English at the University of South Alabama. Among the classes that she teaches, she teaches a horror and, and literature and film class at 9 a.m. <laughs> Found Sorry. that out today. Oh. Early. She's I a can't fan even of- imagine being in class at 9 a.m. <laughs> I, I had uh, a geology class at 8 a.m., and I don't care what you do, rocks is, are not sexy at 8 a.m. No, no. <laughs> Nothing sexy at 8, 8 a.m. It's just... Only class I had to have coffee for. I'm not a big coffee, but man, that's like, because I had Dr. Shadle, and he's um, a rock geologist guy, right? Uh-huh. But he's very monotone. Oh, yeah. He was as dry as his rocks. It was crazy. Um, she's a fan of horror and uh, the Halloween series, and I thought it would be awesome to have her here. Plus, she classes up the place. Absolutely. <laughs> so, welcome, Dr. Guzzi. Hi. How are you Hi. doing? Oh, doing great. Doing great. It's Halloween season. Well, Halloween is every day for me, but it's officially Halloween <laughs> it's one of, season. one of those, right? <laughs> so, um, what is your first introduction to the Halloween series? Oh, the original. I was in elementary school in 1978, and it scared the hell out of me. So, did you get to see it in theaters? No. I mean, it was burgeoning home video, I guess. To, to kind of explain... I wasn't going to see it. My parents weren't going to let me see it in 1978, but in the 80s with um, the the growth of video stores. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely then. And then all of the subsequent sequels. Do, do you remember the first time you saw Halloween? Yeah, I do. And? <laughs> well, I mean, it's when it first came out. So you, did, did you see it in theaters? Um, no, I saw I mean, it on VHS. I mean, we would all have we been were, young. So. Yeah, we saw it on VHS. Um, I I remember being a little scared, but my very first horror movie was The Exorcist, so that that was what I had to compare all horror movies to. So I, I saw the, it's, I, it wasn't quite as scary I as The Exorcist. I saw The Exorcist in Texas at four years old during a hurricane. I was five. Oh. I was five watching The Exorcist in the theater. I I, I loved it. Yeah. Um, the thing that scared me though was when Reagan her head spins, and so between. Four and seven, my, when my mother would either a wanted me wanted to discipline me without really disciplining me, or to get my attention, or to pick on right. me, she would slowly do the head turn. So oh. I was convinced her head was going to spin. Did no that for way. years. See, I'm Did that Catholic, for years. And that movie yeah. scared me because it's real. My my <laughs> my parents were also pre-Vatican II right, Catholics. Right, yeah. They were not going to take me to the theater to see that. But I heard it <laughs> when it was on TV. Oh, I heard it from the heard other it? room, and I was like, no, no, absolutely not. I think they let me see it. Just to make me behave. <laughs> this is what happens when you misbehave. You get possessed. You get possessed by the devil. <laughs> and 
it worked for a while. Yeah, until <laughs> for a while. until we actually turned twelve, and then we realized it's not the devil; it's a girl turning twelve. <laughs> right, right, yeah. pretty much, pretty much. Um, my introduction to Halloween was, I guess, when it first ran on NBC. So, eighty, eighty-one, right before Halloween two. Right, because that's when they filmed the extra footage that they put into the TV version. Right, and so I saw the TV version. I was very young, and but I remember I'm, and scared me, and like in a delightful. I was always delightfully scared, and, I was like, <laughs> and so uh, I. That's when I first got saw it. Yeah. Really love the first one. Um, the third third one's the weirdest, and but I've used to love that watching that over oh, and over again. We just make fun of the third oh, one. Oh, but Tom Atkins, oh, I mean, Tom, come on, Tom he's great. fantastic. And there's so much more love for part three now. Yeah, yeah, right. It has aged well. It has, yeah, the fan base and the cult base on three has aged well. However, for me, I think Halloween four will always be my Halloween. And for me, it's because when I started my video age. Um, is I'm, I was about the same age as as uh, Daniel Harris is, uh, and so I have that connection of us being both young, and I can imagine me running away from Michael Myers and putting myself in that scenario, and so I was like, oh yeah. How are you, look, Angelical Jester? She just got here. Yeah. We were just we we just got started, so you're fine. We haven't even done the ad yet. Uh, so uh, that, just, that's yours. We're just finished. Yeah, that's yours. That's your ad we're, stuff. We're just finishing the introduction. So, uh, Justina, this is uh, Ann Guzzi, Dr. Ann Guzzi. Uh, and this is Justina, our other co-host. She who knows no movies. <laughs> she, she knows no movies. Uh, so that's very cool. Uh, well, since we got the Jellicle Jessica here, uh, how are you doing? I'm okay. All right. Let me see if I can crank you up. Alive, so you know. There you go. Now I can hear you. Hello. There you go. We're, so you are on a brand new microphone. Like you're the first person to talk on that microphone. Should I spit a lot? I, I think you should. I don't, okay. it's lick whatever, it. Whatever. I dare you to lick it. Just lick it. Uh, that's weird. It's really, really weird. <laughs> kind of grossed out. And who knows who will get it next? So you're welcome. I may have to replace the top on that. All right, so we have an action-packed show for you, but first... But first, if you'd like to follow us, you can find us on any fine podcast app, including Spotify, by searching for the Mopcast Network. You can also find us on YouTube at Mopcast Network, where we have our podcast, movie reviews, mashups, and short films just waiting for you to enjoy. Don't forget I'm naked in one of them. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Mostly. Maybe. <laughs> Good luck finding Find it. out. <laughs> and also, uh, where am I at? Um, <laughs> so we want you to go ahead and subscribe, set the alerts so you don't miss anything because we are awesome. You know, with as much as she really like teases that, you should put hints as to where to find the clip of her naked at the end of other clips, <laughs> and they would have to go on a scavenger hunt of clips to yeah. get to a place where maybe they can find it. Maybe but if the they future. just go to YouTube and just start looking, watching they'll end all, up they'll watching them all. It. They'll find it. So, anyway. Oh, I don't... I don't have, like... Oh, maybe. Are you my missing page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... I don't have a thing. There you Mine go. Mine was a sermon. Y'all there we go. Sermon. Okay, cool. Oh, you had my oh. missing page. There we go. Okay. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I had a missing page and then if I thought I was crazy. If you want to find out more about the cult movie Cantina, you can join us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash cult movie Cantina. 
There you can find out the latest movie news, see trailers, play games, such as wrong title only and caption this, talk to our cultists, that's us. Find out if and when we are doing a live show near you. Anne's played some some captured yes, this and yeah. wrong title only with us. I like it a little bit, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. And guess what? We do have a live show. What? You can find very, us. Very, coming very, very soon. I know. Very soon. You can find us at Horror Gras, the Halloween festival, this weekend. Like, you're listening to this, and it's Thursday when you're listening to this. So, Saturday and Sunday, October 26th and 27th, right here at Gamers and Geeks in Mobile, Alabama, we will be here. So we'll have a table where you can meet and chat with us. Plus, we'll have some cool swag to give out and a chance to win cool prizes. I, should, I had pictures of the cool swag. I have buttons. We have really cool buttons I'm giving out this We've year. We've got cool stuff. Buttons are the best. Plus, you get to meet us. Did I say that? And we're cool. We're pretty cool. I can be bribed by any kind of alcohol. <laughs> That's true. I will true. be there beside <laughs> her trying to keep up. Um, so hard. We'll also be recording a live cult movie canteen episode. That'll be at 2 o'clock. Um, we'll be talking about the movie, An Awerican. An Awerican. Awerican. <laughs> We're never going to get this movie right. How many weeks has it been and we still can't say this? Months. <laughs> An American Werewolf in London. The panel, like I said, is at 2 o'clock on Saturday the 26th, so don't miss out. I would like to announce now that my next film will be called The Awerican. The Awerican. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be a wolf that turns into an American or it'll be something. The, the American muff diver in Tibet. <laughs> oh my All right, then. What's so funny about that, uh, that film that we can't seem to get is when we brought it up in our chat and you said, watch Halloween 4. I didn't know if you were joking or if you were serious. But did you not watch it? No, no, no. When you were telling Jerry <laughs> yeah. to watch it for the right. for Saturday. Day. And Scotty was like, it's an American werewolf. Uh, <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> Even in our personal <laughs> chat, guys. I know. <laughs> also at Horror Gras on Sunday, the 27th at 2 p.m., join me and my co-host, Drew Hall, as we record a live episode of The Catacombs. We're taking a look at the most bizarre of the Friday the 13th movies, Jason X. The one he goes to space. So that's 2 p.m. on Sunday. Come join us on that. Yeah, he totally goes to space in one. Because they ran out of places for him to kill camp counselors. Yeah, Jason, Pinhead, and Leprechaun go to a space station. (laughs) I'm waiting for Freddy to go to space. I love Pinhead. I quit watching the Jason movies after the first one because I, once again, didn't think it was scary. I I was disappointed. So, so it's not really Jason you watched. Well, I meant Friday Thirteenth. <laughs> right, but you didn't like. You never I know, saw I just, Jason. I know. It's just I didn't. I didn't like that movie, and I never continued. This weekend, I, like, I this weekend I downloaded the Friday the Thirteenth video game on my Xbox, which is the most amazing version of hide and go seek you'll ever play. So you either play as Jason to go find hiding camp counselors and murder them, or you can play camp counselors as you hide and try to get to the car and get the car to start so you can escape. Instead of just walking out and leaving, you just, I have to have the car. I love it. It's been, I've had so much fun this weekend playing it. It's such a bizarre little game. Which car did you have? It's like this Pinto Gremlin looking thing. Oh. (laughs) It's like probably one from two. (laughs) My favorite thing is that you have a variety of Jasons to play. Yeah. And a lot of them are locked because they want you to get points and stuff so so you can unlock them. But one of the ones that is locked is the one from 5. So you get to go around playing not Jason and right. <laughs> which is amazing. So And isn't there one that's the old purple NES yeah, skin? Yeah, yeah, you can get the NES skin where you can just just look like he was from that game. Oh, that terrible terrible game. 
Oh. Anyway, from Jason to Michael Myers, we watched Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers from 1988. We are going to listen to the trailer now. Ten years ago, on the night of October 31st, a small Midwestern town fell victim to an escaped killer. Under the cover of darkness, he carried out the most horrifying mass murder on record. Sixteen people in cold blood. Ever since that night, no one has forgotten his name. And Halloween has never been the same. Now, Michael Myers has come home. He has returned for one more night of unholy terror. here to kill that little girl and anybody who gets in his way. Oh, God. Who's going to be next? Ah! Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers. Maybe nobody knows how to stop him. Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, was directed by Dwight H. Little, who also directed the 1989 version of The Phantom of the Opera with Robert England, which is quirky if you've ever seen it. It's not quite weird. <laughs> From that, he also directed Free Willy 2 and a ton of TV. He's in a lot of TV. I've never seen Free Willy. <laughs> Free Willy. <laughs> one, two, five. I don't know how many. I've seen the are. first one. And I've seen, I haven't seen the one that. the one where he has that like dramatic... And the like wills jumping over him. Yes. Okay. From there, from there, it's an audio podcast, and you just stop like with and start moving your hand <laughs> in like a, a circle. Rainbow. Like he does, he's like so dramatic. Like we need to record these. <laughs> I react too much with my body. Well, uh, uh, we're working on video. Uh, it's written by uh, lots of people, but the screenwriting credit goes to Alan B. McElroy, who uh, is most famously writing uh, Wrong Turn, uh, West Virginia. Uh, he wrote the Spawn film and. Uh, He's also done a lot of TV. Uh, movie stars Donald Pleasance as Dr. Loomis, Ellie Cornell as Rachel, Danielle Harris as Jamie, George Wilbur as one of the two Michael Myers in this film. There are two? There are two. Did one get tired? One got fired. Oh. <laughs> so, rhymed. <laughs> yeah, I did. And wasn't it Tom Morga? Yeah, Tom Morga got... From Friday the 13th. 13th yep. Go small world. <laughs> and <laughs> Bostar as Sheriff Meeker. So here's a game we like to play. Um, uh, it's a, kind of a, a story synopsis. So everyone's finally seen it. So we do twofold. Before the episode, we typically ask Justina because she's not seen any of these things. I have not. And she'll do mm-hmm. what she thinks the movie's about. Well, now since she's seen it, can you give me your three-sentence synopsis? Yeah, okay. So um, burn victim. Uh, craves killing, <laughs> survives all of the disastrous things around him, and transforms children to be his minions. <laughs> a, it's kind of a better movie, <laughs> right? Right. Stephanie, it probably it turned out pretty much like I said it was going to. Psycho doctor keeps crazy killer in mental hospital. 
crazy killer gets loose, kills more people, mm-hmm. and then Heard that. baby killer starts killing more people. I don't <laughs> baby know. Killer. I mean, I saw that you coming know. too. <laughs> baby killer. that out loud. Did you? Yeah, I was like, she's going to take in his footsteps. You watch. Uh, <laughs> it's a very predictable movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were going, it, it, oh. He's going to be there. Oh, there he was. Hey, oh, he's going to be there. He's there a lot. There he was. <laughs> so he moves quick. He, 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 he does have a transporter power. He, he just transports he, to places. Right. He'll but he also needs and a... And then he'll be yeah, on the ground. So, so when we get to the, to the part where we can... You can get over the synopsis. I have questions oh, about we, we, this guy. Excellent. We, we, we have a <laughs> doctor here. Who can, that's what I said. She brought a book. <laughs> because really, it shouldn't take long to explain what all went down in this movie. No. I have questions. <laughs> well, no, because you've got to keep it simple. You've yeah. got to keep it simple. So my synopsis is this. Escaped mental patient and slayer of teenagers, Michael Myers, has returned home to kill his sister, Wait, nope, she's dead. Okay, so kill his niece because reasons. His doctor, Sam Loomis, has to stop him, and then things go nutty. That sums it up pretty good. Yeah. So did he kill his sister, or did she just die of like, natural causes? No, that's in this. So let's get to the sermon. We'll answer that question okay. early. Cool. Brothers and sisters gather round. It is a dark and stormy night with two paramedics get the worst delivery job ever. It seems that comatose mass killer Michael Myers needs to be returned to Smith Grove Sanitarium. It's like the worst Amazon return ever. Um, after some exposition by the friendly and overly chatty security guard, we find out that Lori Strode, Michael's sister, he's been trying to kill, see Halloween 1 and 2, has died. A car accident did what Michael Myers couldn't do in two movies. However, all is not lost. Lori has an offspring, so sure, that makes sense to Michael to kill her for, you know, reasons. So he wakes up from his coma and goes all murder, murder on ambulance folks and then esconds into the wet night. So that's our opening. So our opening is, it's beautifully stormy. <laughs> it's its amazingly stormy. You've got two great just character actors coming in and they're going to go pick him up. They're they are here to, to deliver him at night, like at midnight or whatever. It's the perfect time to pick on a mental patient in a coma. It's like no one will know. And then they get a security guard who uh, is sole purpose is to be exposition. Because if you've not seen the first two Halloween films, he tells you everything that happens. He's like, all right, I got five minutes to catch you up. And this is what we're going to do. And so he catches everybody up. So he does. Yeah, this is where society dumps its worst nightmares. Yeah, the one you're picking up. Just thinking about him. He gives me the willies. A decade ago, Halloween night, he murdered 16 people, maybe more, trying to get to his sister. Nearly got it, too. But his doctor, of all people, shot him six times. Then he set him on fire. Both of them nearly burned to death. Yeah, I'll be glad to see this one gone. Yes, indeedy. Michael goes after Lori. Uh-oh, Lori's dead. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That- oh, no. I think if Lori was a, I think he would have been like, if he didn't know about that, I don't think he'd woke up. <laughs> just, he's just, he's there, there's no movie if he didn't, there's no information there. Right. Are you trying to say he woke up out of a coma because he heard them talking about how she was alive? Oh, you didn't see his hand move when they, he, his. Well, well, yeah, but I hadn't seen the ones before that, so I just assume, I don't know, he was waking up. <laughs> he was just sleeping. Well, that's yeah. what comas are, I suppose. <laughs> I guess. Well, he had been 
um, silent and motionless pretty much um, before he escaped the first time. Okay. So, yeah. He always looks like he's pretty silent, though. Yes. He, he's not He's not what we call chatty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless he's in a Rob Zombie movie. That's true. Oh. <laughs> I, I have feels about just just <laughs> see words. I I enjoyed that one better than any of the Halloweens I ever saw. Really, you like the Rob Zombie one? I like it so much better. It's it's I think it's very pretty to look at, but it strays too far for me. So it's like, well, it's, see, it's not necessarily about the story. I'm not bought into the storyline. Right. I, I want a good scary movie. Right. So I liked it. I, I thought, thought it was a little scarier. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm, the second one I started laughing halfway through the movie and just laughed the entire second half why did the second one there's a Halloween the second Rob Zombie yeah there's Halloween 2 I only saw the first one Uh, yeah you see the second one if you like the first one you'll like the second one it kind of continues the same movie (laughs) continuing on meet Jamie she's Michael Myers niece and who's living with a nice foster family back in Haddonfield it's Halloween time yay Jamie has terrible nightmares of her uncle trying to get her, and that's probably putting some stress on the family. Foster mom and dad have to go do a thing, but uh uh-oh, the babysitter can't sit for Jamie, so it's up to foster sister Rachel to come in and pick up the load. But mom, I can't. I have a date with a cute boy who might father your your, um, grandchildren. But no... He was a bad guy. (laughs) But no, you've ruined it because, you know, I've got to go babysit my psycho foster sister. Oh, wait, she didn't hear that. Yep, Jamie did. Yeah, awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I somehow missed that they were the foster parents, and for the majority of that film was so confused as to why he would only want to kill the little kid and not the older sister. Oh, yeah, they said foster. It's a thing in the beginning, in the beginning of the movie, when when Jamie's watching the the rain at the very moment, and Rachel comes to see her to Mm -hmm. say, why are you up? And she's like, you don't love me like a sister, like a real sister. And they're like, look, we have to explain to the audience that you're my foster sister. So a, no. lot, a lot of exposition yeah. at the beginning. Do you love me, Rachel? <sighs> Serious questions tonight. Of course I love you. Like a sister? Jamie, sometimes Like a real sister? We're not really sisters, Jamie. But that doesn't mean that I love you any less. Sure does. So we're not really sisters, but I still love you. (laughs) The action was so loud that, like, we had the TV turned down quieter because of when they would, like, start shooting or something so loud. So I missed so much of the dialogue, but I did see them sitting outside. I had issues with the volume, too, and I couldn't figure out if it was a streaming service, but I guess it's the movie itself. So I have gotten to the age now where I just watch movies with subtitles. With the (laughs) captions captions on. Me, too. Me, too. And there wasn't an option for it. I struggled to find a way to watch this. It wasn't on Amazon unless you got Shutter. Right. I don't know what Shutter is. So nope. I downloaded <laughs> Shutter because I couldn't find it either. I couldn't find it on. Like, I should have asked. I should give. Like, I have had a copy. Target and Walmart. I couldn't I find it Netflix anywhere. Honestly, I thought there would might have been a copy at your house. Josh has none of the Halloweens because that's when I went. What am I doing? Why am I looking through this? This is a man that has like movies. Okay. So I was like, what am I doing? Josh has has his favorite genre. Like, yeah. I'm going to go upstairs. So next time, can we do one that we can find that streams? Yeah, yep. no Be- Halloween easily. film. <laughs> so I ended up yeah. having to watch it on Cody, which I've never done before. And so I, it's apparently, from what I understand, not exactly <laughs> legit. So you it's what we what call you shady. <laughs> so you watch what you get, and they did not have subtitles. So I watched it sans subtitles. So this is a, a whole new experience for you in this yeah, podcast. So, so some of the information was missing. 
for me because I missed the dialogue. So the whole time I was like, why wouldn't he want to kill the older sister? I don't understand. Mm. But then it would get really, really loud <laughs> and really quiet again. Yeah, it's not mixed very well. Okay. And so... Uh, it was hard to find. Yeah, I had. I was like, it was crazy because I could find several of the other Halloweens Do streaming, but not Halloween Shutter? 4. Is that a new thing just because it's Halloween? Oh, like it's my October? goodness, no. It's It's been around for a few years I now. Yes. I didn't know about it either. Had I known about yeah. it, I would have had it. Right, because like it, it's, awesome. it's one of those things that you think that most people would talk about because it's like... Horror films, correct? Yeah. Well, Shutter Shutter yes. is AMC's horror wing, and they 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 okay. their their own streaming service that does caters only to horror film, but they're from AMC. I just had never heard of it, so I thought it was like they just did this for October, and I'm now for the month of October, I'm not gonna be able to watch this film on Amazon. <laughs> I did not realize it had been. She called out. I I think I had a digital copy. I could have sent you. I think I had it. I think I have it. Well, anyway, okay. we all watched it. Yeah, yeah. We, we've all, we all watched it. We all made <laughs> it seen it many times. <laughs> Two. I watched it three well, times AM, this week. AMC used to show four and five on Friday night, like every other weekend for, what, <laughs> right. two years? Right, right. Well, I have the AMC app, and I checked that, but they had several of the others, but not four. Uh-huh. Because they probably <laughs> had it on Shudder. Because I, I know yeah. Shudder has Halloween, Halloween 4, and 5. Right. And right Which now. Which is what we think Joe Bob might be showing on Friday night. <sighs> oh, I'm the Hootenanny. Uh, that'd be fun. I don't the know. Hootenanny sounds amazing. Right. Shutter. Now you're going to have to download it. Shutter's getting a lot of free ad space for me today. <laughs> All right. Meet <clears throat> meet Dr. Loomis. He was Michael Myers, Michael Myers' doctor, and he's pissed, royally pissed, that they moved Michael since he's a murder machine. No one really cares. Dr. Loomis, uh, about Dr. Loomis until there's the world about the ambulance being found. Loomis goes to investigate but can't find Michael, so he's heading to Haddonfield because he knows where Mikey's going. He's going to kill his niece. Reasons. <laughs> Along the way, Michael stops at a gas station slash diner, finds some coveralls on a mechanic who wasn't using them after he was conveniently dead. <laughs> Luckily, Loomis happens to need gasoline and ends up at the same filling station. He runs into Michael and sees all the dead folks he's killed there. He tries to reason with Michael. Michael? Why now? You waited ten years. I knew this day would come. Don't go to Haddonfield. If you want another victim, take me. But leave those people in peace. Please. Michael. God damn you. That doesn't work. He tries shooting him. That doesn't work either. Michael escapes. Loomis takes chase. Okay, more of just him mirandering around and calling his name. <laughs> Michael! My, that's what he does. He just kind of aimlessly... Michael! <laughs> just aimlessly runs around. Michael! Uh, Michael Myers tries to run him over with a tow truck. I still don't know how he drives. That's a question I have for this whole series. Instead of knocking down some power lines, uh, he blows up the place, Loomis' state-owned car, and nearly Loomis' himself. Loomis then takes the slow walk to go find him. Okay, let's let's revisit your question Yeah, on why wouldn't he be able to drive? Out of all the things he does, you're wondering why he, how he drives. Well, he, was, he was in a mental institution from the ages of 6 to 21. Well, yeah, but so. I mean, it's just a matter of 
pressing the gas. Okay, okay. So, okay. <laughs> somebody right. around here must have given him lessons. <laughs> okay, so I've so seen it on TV. Okay, so okay, I'll give you part of that, but that tow truck is a you know is a standard shift, and there's no way that he's like I just figured this out. There's clutches and things. Okay, I want to know how he can stick his thumb through a skull. Magic. He's very strong. That strong? <laughs> Apparently. That's yeah. one of the questions. What makes him have super strength? He's, he's very strong. I mean, he in the first one, he lifted up a, a tombstone, a headstone, yes. and carried it around for a little bit. His, his the rock tombstone. is very strong. What? I don't think he's going to stick his thumb through a skull. The what they're <laughs> trying to say is at that mental institution, they had a wicked gym. Better than goals. He's just like, all, all the murderers are just getting bulked like, up. Mike, you want your pudding? <laughs> I mean, the whole time we're like, that's not real. I will also. He he just gets larger and larger in subsequent (laughs) sequels until you have Tyler Maine in the Rob Zombie movies. So maybe that maybe just is right. Maybe they uh, they have a hellacious gym. And um, also, I will say the Rock is not supernatural. (laughs) Well, he's Uh, not. But skyscraper isn't isn't Michael Myers just a crazy dude? Uh, until He's purely and simply <laughs> evil, <laughs> and and then possibly. But isn't he human? Like an evil human? Well, well I mean that's 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 where I'm at with this. Okay. this is a dude that's so evil, crazy, but still a dude, right? Because of the continuity of the, of, of these films, are so messed up. We are led to believe that he's human but he's done all the supernatural stuff in the first one he survives being shot six times six times by dr loomis the second one he survives being blown up and a, having his eyeballs shot out, out. and how yeah howling too and four all this crazy stuff happens and so they they kind of have an explanation in five they crazy stuff happens too but they were like we'll leave it open and let someone else fix it and six they were like oh it's a cult and he's magic Oh, so they do at least try to explain. They it. try to. Okay, because I was just wondering is if they just keep referring to him as this crazy person, human person. I don't think and, they say human, but well, <laughs> I mean that, that's what it's this that isn't. A person. This isn't a man. <laughs> <laughs> the devil made him do it. Well, literally, like in, at the end of five, that's what you think. Well, I mean, I've the, never seen five. Oh, so. Five is like the literally direct sequel to this, so they're like they continue this, the same story. So there's Jamie and Rachel for a minute, and <laughs> for a minute. Uh, because the studio said you need to crank this out while we are making money, right? Off of it. While this little girl is still young, right? Too. And yeah, and uh, <laughs> but it, the, spoiler alert: it ends with that they have they don't really have an ending, and so they have this mysterious man in black get off a bus and break Michael Myers out of jail after they capture him. And so then they're he like, lived after they shot him like twelve. I thought dozen he went to like a the They always do. Like you can shoot him. him you can blow him up. He, Again, he always comes shot back. six times, blown up in a hospital. He Has he ever been down decapitated? A, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, in H two O. Yes, but <laughs> but it wasn't him. Oh. <laughs> because contractually, so you can we can talk about all of the supernatural MacGuffins, but it's the bottom line is the pa- the biggest supernatural power is the studio. If the yeah. studio made a nickel, 
because that's my synopsis. Right. In 1988, <laughs> Freddy was already on movie four. Jason was on movie Six, seven. Seven, yeah, seven. So, you know, people are like, oh, we're sitting on the Michael Myers property. Let's make a movie. So that's my synopsis. I mean, that makes sense. So basically, it doesn't matter how he does all that stuff. Just watch the movie. Yeah. Back yep. to the synopsis. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Loomis, hey. <laughs> okay, so Lo- Lo- Loomis, yeah, sorry. Back to the okay. sermon. Thank all you. Right, Thank you for keeping me straight. Uh, Loomis takes a slow walk to go find him. Okay, so back to Jamie, who's having a hell of a time at school. Seems everyone in town knows that she's Michael Myers' niece, and so the kids taunt her. Hey, Jamie, where's your costume? Where's the mask or are you wearing it? I don't need to wear a stupid costume. That's because every day is Halloween at Jamie's house. Right, Jamie? Because your uncle's the boogeyman. Boogeyman, boogeyman. Jamie's uncle's the boogeyman. How come your mom didn't make you a costume, Jamie? How could you? Her mommy's dead. Jamie's mommy's a mummy. Stop it, okay? Stop it! Jamie's an orphan. My favorite favorite one is Jamie's mommy is a mummy. (laughs) Jamie's an An orphan. orphan. Jamie's an orphan. Oh, poor Jamie. They're horrible. They're terrible children. Uh, She takes it in a stride, but yeah, those kids are jerks. Rachel and her friend Lindsay picks her up, and Jamie is all like, hey, can you take me trick-or-treating, even though Jamie was totally opposed to it earlier. Kids, am I right? So Rachel agrees, but they need to buy a costume at a discount mark. Uh, They got some cheap ones there. And, and hey, Brady. That's Rachel's not the only cheap thing there. <laughs> Brady, Rachel's beau who uh, happens to be working there, and so she broke a date with him, so she's going to go check him out. Real quick, Loomis is having a hard time hitchhiking back to Haddonfield uh, until he's picked up by a traveling preacher who is uh, searching for the apocalypse. Seems like Loomis is too. Maybe he is. At Discount Mart, we meet Brady and Kelly. They work together, and they're cute, and they're going to totally be a thing. Oh, wait, look, Rachel's here, and she's got to tell Brady she can't go on the date. Which is good for Kelly. See that later. Jamie's looking for Halloween costumes, and she finds a cute little clown costume. That's basically the same thing Michael Myers wore when he murdered his sister, other sister twenty years ago. True uh, story. <laughs> speaking of Michael, he's here. There, he's here too. He gets his mask and scares Jamie and leaves. Later that night, Michael goes to a power substation, kills an electrician, causing the whole citywide blackout. Doctor Loomis shows up to warn Sheriff Brackett. But he's retired, so now you've got Sheriff Meeker, and so Loomis and he go to check on Jamie. So Rachel's taking Jamie trick-or-treating, and she's having a blast. They end up at a house, and oh, hey, look, it's Kelly, and she has no pants. Yeah, at <laughs> all. Cops she's, do it by the book. She wears a shirt. She is literally wearing mm-hmm. nothing but a t-shirt no opening pants. the door. Right. No pants. Oh, no, we're not the part where I want to Um... Oh, look, and Brady there, too. Um, Brady's got to explain. Jamie goes wandering with other kids because, you know, kids. So now Rachel's got to go find her. So meet Earl. He's a bar owner, and when the TV tells him to close down his business, he tries to find out why there's no answer at the police station. He gets a group of drunk rednecks, shotguns, and trucks to go to the police station and find out what's going on. He had to down his beer first. That's true, he did. Yeehaw. That'll end well. Achievement unlocked. I respect that downing the beer first. Drunken mob. I need to drink this beer before we go to the police station. <laughs> so Meeker and Loomis break into Jamie's and Rachel's house. They can't find them, of course, but Michael's been there. He's killed the family dog and found pictures of his niece. Aww. Poor Sunday. Rachel and, uh, uh, Rachel continues to look for Jamie, who is all kind of mad at herself for getting lost. She's uh, being pretty brave, though. She's telling, hey, look, I got a big dog here and such. 
says there's literally no one else in the town on the street. Like no, there's no, there was there was people and there was kids. And now there's, there's nobody. There's nobody. She's like in Resident Evil land. It's over. It's crazy. Um, oh look, Rachel finds her, scolds her for a bit. Then Loomis and Meeker find her too, and they all get in the sheriff's car and uh, head back to the police station. But on the way, some local hoodlums nearly get themselves killed by wearing this year's popular Halloween costume, Michael Myers. <laughs> Which was they almost like straight shot them. <laughs> They're at different times. Like, oh, really? I almost had to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> they were all like, don't shoot, man. And they all laughed. It's, it's crazy. Uh, at the police station, Michaels has gone all murder, murder on the officers in the station. The mob shows up. Loomis tells them what's going on. What the Sam hell is going on? One home, Earl's police business. What the hell did this? Looks like to me you're out of business. Now I want some answers. I haven't got the time of the patience to argue with you. Now go home to your families where you belong. You forget who's treating your It was Michael Myers. Well, He's come home to kill. Let it be, Earl. Let the police handle it. Like the last time? How many people killed back then? How many kids? Al here lost his boy ten years back. Well, not this time, Ben. I'll handle this my own way. Gonna fry his ass. Son of a bitch, you just created a lynch mob. You haven't got a police force. These men may be the only defense you've got. And they go off Myers hunting, which they fail at miserably. They shoot some dude, and what? That's okay. They just get a scolding from the sheriff. Yeah. Oh, you said it was Mike. <laughs> It'll be all right. Uh, Meeker holds Jamie and Rachel in his house. And, oh, look, there's where Kelly and Brady are. Oh, Kelly is Meeker's daughter. Yeah, that's not awkward. Still not wearing pants. Yeah, this is the thing that kills me. She's like, oh, my gosh, he's going to kill me. Get dressed. She doesn't get dressed. She shoves her bra in the couch cushion <laughs> and then walks around sans bra and a long T-shirt and panties that are like, they're not like granny panties, okay? Those are getting some panties. <laughs> so she's wearing getting some panties with a house full of people, and her dad's just like, "Come here." We it doesn't even. So she must walk around like that all the time, is what I'm thinking. That happened, and I turned and looked at Derby wife, and I was like, "Listen, the first time I catch Mackenzie in my house with a guy, and she's wearing a long shirt, no bra, and some lacy panties, someone's gonna get beat up, <laughs> if not two people." Well, yeah, and there's Sheriff Meeker with Brady. I catch you groping my daughter, I'll use this gun on you. Well, yeah. Catch you grope my daughter. I use that shotgun on you. You understand? It's like, what do you think he's been doing? Your daughter's half naked. Just <laughs> reading that article, please. <laughs> uh, Meeker barricades the house, leaving a deputy, and goes to protect the town uh, while the state police are on the way. Loomis goes to look for Michael on his own, giving Michael ample time to kill the deputy, impale Kelly, and break Brady's neck. Kind of a busy day for Michael. Jamie and Rachel escape, climbing through a window onto the roof. Jamie is lowered to safely, but Michael knocks Rachel off the roof, knocking her out. Jamie runs into the night. Jamie runs into Loomis, who decides to take her to the school. Safety. Michael shows up, beats up Loomis, throws him out of a window, and chases Jamie. Uh, except right before he can kill the little girl, Rachel shows up and blasts him with a fire extinguisher. Grabs Jamie and is rescued by the mob, who decides to rescue the girls instead of fighting Michael. Let's get this Get out of Haddonfield. The state police are on their way. Let them handle it. I don't know about you, Earl, but that makes sense to me. Let's get the hell out. You the police station? Let the troopers have it. That's what they get paid for. Screw it. Let's get out of here. Hell. Let the state police handle this. This oh, is what they get paid for. <laughs> it's my favorite line. We pay their salary. 
can do it. Uh, Earl takes the girls to safety. Uh, they see the state police and uh, drag, uh, drag the survivors to safety. Um, looks like Michael was under the pickup truck the whole time. He climbs onto the back and just... Superhuman strength. Just stabby stabs three heelbillies in the he, back he of the truck. He just appeared. His, he, he, like you said, he has teleport abilities yes. as well. Because he that... He's just really pulling... He just the, shows up. A De Niro in Cape Fear just hangs on. Or, you know, Bob in, <laughs> in the <laughs> Simpsons episode. Um, where was I? Uh, stabs three heelbillies who were back there. Then shadows the driver's side window, window and tears out Earl's throat. Oh, no. He uses his face. Goodbye, mm-hmm. Earl. Earl had to die. (laughs) Hold on, I got one for you. Rachel has to take the wheel. Sorry, Carrie Underwood. (laughs) I wrote that. Was proud of myself. Going, no one will laugh, but I will. Michael is on top of uh, top of the truck and is trying to kill Rachel, but uh, her side to side stunt driving is on fleek. She slams on the brakes, throws him off the truck, and when she just decides to ram right into him, knock him into a ditch. Sheriff Meeker, what's left of the lynch mob, and the state police show up. Jamie is ordered to stay in the truck, which she does not do, and goes to check on her uncle. Get in the house, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> she touches his hand, and when he try, raises to, uh, to kill her, the group just tells her to get down and unloads on him. All their weapons go a firing, and they sit down a mine shaft. That's a good place to leave him. Whew, that was a lot. But the day is saved. Michael is dead. Quotation marks. And the healing can begin. Well, after bath time, Jamie's foster mom draws her a bath, and when Jamie goes up there and stabs her, she comes to the top of the stairs dressed up like a clown, looking all young Michael Myers-ish. Loomis and Meeker runs to the bottom of the stairs where they hear the screams and sees Jamie. Loomis just tries to shoot the little girl, but Meeker stops her. Loomis screams, No! No! better than Darth Vader does in the uh, Revenge of the Sith. And now the cycle continues. Happy Halloween. It's a good sermon. It was pretty good. Preach. Lot, preach. There's a lot to unpack there. Hallelujah and all that. Oh, I love this movie. And breathe. <laughs> um, so you said you saw the, all oh, the, the scares are kind of obvious. I never saw the little girl thing at the end. So when I first watched it, um, well, my husband had seen this movie and he ruined it for me. So oh, I was bad, Jamie. Oh, funny enough, Jamie. Jamie, I mean, I don't think he meant to, but we we, we watched the beginning of it. Um, you know, I didn't see it, so I'm like, oh, little girl, she'll get killed. And he said, no, no, she's not going to get killed. And then no, I just knew. No. I just knew. I'm like, Ugh. and especially when she goes to touch yeah. his hand. Yeah, I'm get like, away yeah. from him, Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> why? Why do that? Why do that? Like, that, I will say, I don't that think is the he. Moment. I don't think he meant to. You know, no, no, no. A, I, my question is, why does Jamie go out and touch his hand? That's the last thing. Well, I here's would. the thing: she doesn't have family. That's her uncle. This is her only family, and I, I feel like over the course of the film, she, she's scared, but she becomes like. Less scared. I think of? Satan compelled her to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when she went and she like was touching the hand, and then he like grabbed the knife, and she was walking. I was like, she's not gonna die because she's next. Like he just passed it on. Something went yeah. through them in that touch, and that's so. That's when I was out loud was like, she's next. <laughs> so when it happened in the house, I was like, it was the kid. I bet you it was the kid. And then she's standing there. Oh, yep. 
killed it. Pretty so, little kid. So, do you think Jamie screams better than Barbara or Judy Rose in Night of the Living Dead? Better as in annoyed me more? <laughs> or better as in like, did well with it? Whichever one. Well, I think being that Jamie is a child, screaming it, you know, the way she did worked for her. Yeah, I, th- I thought her screams were less annoying than the ones in. Yes. Uh, oh, wow. Judy Rose's screams are terrible. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Judy Rose also. I agree th- that um, it was less annoying. The ones this in the okay. other film, Not of the Living Dead, made me want to turn it off. See, I quit watching this franchise, with the exception of the Rob Zombie remake, after three, because I thought three was ridiculous. Of course, I saw it when it first came out, and I haven't seen it since then. So We're totally doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make you watch it. <laughs> well, I, I don't. I, if I remember correctly, there's a lot of bugs, and I'm not down with that. <laughs> no, not a lot, but just the <laughs> scenes that yeah. have a lot of bugs. Right. There you go. But I don't know. As far as I enjoyed it, I found it really predictable, but I enjoyed it. It's predictable in like the '80s kind of way because slashers can only do so much. Right, right. <laughs> and you have if you stray too far from the formula, like right. three did, then you're going to lose your audience. Absolutely. They just wanted to get back to the original idea: Michael Myers walking around killing people, Doctor Loomis trying to stop him. Right. So you got to keep it simple to get the audience back. Oh yeah. So absolutely. If you can, um, for our audience and and, and for for our other cultists here. Can you give us a quick little history of three and why three exists the way it does? Um, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill considered Michael Myers dead. You know, the character, the concept. They wanted to do an anthology series. So, um, I mean, I think, I can't remember if Dennis Etchison took a pass at three or four or both. He did four. Um, Because he he was. He wrote the novelization of three. Two and three, right? And then took a so they wanted to do something different, do more of, of an anthology series, and so that's when we get um, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill had been on vacation in England, and they went to Stonehenge, and so there was fog around there. Ooh, so you get two movies out of that. You get their movie, The Fog, and then you get this kind of you know a Celtic cult inspired Stonehenge esque Halloween three with the masks that have tiny bits of Stonehenge in them so that they'll activate and kill all the children. And, and kill a robot agent dolls. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing for me in that. And it has Tom Atkins, uh, Tom Atkins making out with an actress who is, what, like 23 years older than he is? But he's the man. Yeah, he is. So. That was, that was a Halloween movie? Yeah, Halloween 3, yeah. I, I was listening, and then I realized that nothing you said made sense compared to the movie I just watched. And it really hit me. I was like, we're still talking about that movie, right? We get sidetracked a lot. So I was just making sure. No, it's the same franchise. It's a, you know, the first two right. are about Michael Myers killing people, and then they were like, cultic masks. And, <laughs> yes. And so by the time, you know, the, the slasher cycle had had waxed and waned and then by the middle of the 80s you've got Freddy in full bloom you've got Jason in full bloom I did love so, some Freddy so, Freddy was my man yeah mine too in my in my well, heart yeah. well, but so when we you know, do Nightmare Elm we'll have you back who is you know the, if you're sitting on the rights to Halloween you know oh well hey we've got a masked slasher also let's make some money off of this right. so did Mustafa Keed have have uh, the right yet? I know. Yeah, Mustafa Akkad's name Akkad, was on all of these. Yeah, so uh, 
Because I know after they did a pass on, they did a pass on four, and then it wasn't what they wanted because they wanted Mustafa wanted um, Michael Myers and slashers because that's what the fans wanted. Right. And so Deborah Hill and Carpenter sold their shares of Halloween off, and then went to go do other things. And uh, then this is how we get Michael Myers back, and they were like, "Let's up it and up the violence in it," because they had a, a a softer tone in the first draft, and then they just kept pumping it. Because pump. they wanted to go back to the original, which is fairly bloodless. Yeah. You don't really see any blood. That's true. You know, you could watch Scream, and where they're like, "Oh, why is the blood so red?" I'm like, "No, that's the scene where." Um, Bob is getting getting skewered onto the door right. you know, by Michael Myers. There's no blood. None. I don't know what they're talking about. There's no blood in that scene. There's not. <laughs> so they were trying to go back to the relatively bloodless. But again, it's 1988. What do the fans want? Well, Freddy, well, Jason, Michael yeah, Myers. We want blood. So you get Earl in the pickup truck getting his throat ripped, ripped out. out. <laughs> uh, Which was awesome. Well, you get Kelly also being impaled. Yeah, that's... With the uh, with the uh, with the shotgun, shotgun. shotgun. Yeah. Like he was like, I'm not gonna shoot it, but I'm gonna stick you to a wall. What? Right. Which is because more. guns in horror movies are more often than not useless. <laughs> it's true. They're not as fun. No, it's not as intimate. Guns, you can shoot somebody from far away. In horror movies, you need to be up close and personal. Unless you're a stormtrooper, then you probably should be up close because <laughs> you'll miss. You'll still miss. Still miss. Still miss. <laughs> the only way to hit. <laughs> Could be like really super point blank. I got to touch it. All right. Do you have a libation for us? I do. Um, actually, you know how I like to Google and see, okay, is there something already out there? And they had a website that uh, they had several websites where you could pair cocktails with your favorite horror movies. And um, they had one for this one. Or for the Halloween franchise. Right. And I, I thought it was crap, so we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, That's why you're the lady of librations. Right. You're allowed to do that. I was like, this is too fruit. It was, it was not, it was like this autumn punch stuff. And it was like more for like a Halloween party with children. It was very seasonal. and. So you would serve that one for three. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, I didn't like it. So, um. Being creative, I decided to go with uh, what I know, and at my house, we have a plethora of Myers Dark Rum. <laughs> Shout out to Jamie. That's right. So I, I came up with a drink I call the Michael Myers, and it's a take on what um, Jamie like my Jamie likes to drink, but uh, with a little variation. So I did two ounces of Myers Dark Rum. A half ounce of cherry brandy. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, like a dash of molasses. And you're going to stir that in a glass half full of ice. And then you're going to just top it off with your Coke. Delicious. It is actually delicious. You can find it's kind of like a cherry Coke, but way sweeter because it has that molasses kick. And Myers kind of tastes like molasses, too. Yeah, it does. So, and it's it's very thematic. So I, I yeah. Dig so it. there's your Michael Myers, and you can find that recipe on our show notes. Go check out our show notes. So I've, I I found a little bit of apocrypha for this one. So uh, in the original script, uh, Alan McElroy, uh, Jamie was actually named Brittany, and they were going to call her Britty, which is dumb. Britty, <laughs> Britty. Sorry for all the Britties who listen to. Her show but i've never met one <laughs> i've never heard of a britty I, I, I know britney's but never like shortened to britty no uh but they changed it to jamie to honor jamie lee curtis oh right 
Uh, Sheriff Meeker was supposed to be killed in his house, and a fire would have been started in the basement and burned it down. But they didn't have the money for that, so they just save money. They have <laughs> the money problem. Yeah. So they uh they they killed the scene, and then and because of that, they created this love triangle between Rachel Brady and Kaylee right. uh, instead. Well, and that's originally why Rachel and Jamie were going out on the roof to get away from the fire. Right, to get away from the fire. Oh gosh! But there was no fire; just a Michael Myers down there killing. Once again, it's amazing how he teleported from the roof to the ground so quickly mm-hmm. and effortlessly. He's magical. <laughs> he is magical. <laughs> he is a being of thorn. That's all Stephanie needed from the beginning. Someone to go. He's magical. Cool. Okay, I got that. <laughs> he's a Slytherin. As long as we know that. Uh, in the novelization of Halloween Four, okay, so I, d- I, d- I admitted this character from the synopsis because he's not in it much, but Loomis has kind of a, a boss, Doctor Sayer, who's the head of the the asylum that they move Michael from. That, that's the dude that was in Rocky Four, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, Sayer and Loomis part ways. Uh, excuse me. After Sayer and Loomis part ways, Sayer decides to assist Loomis and head to the police station to find him. Once Sayer leaves the station, he walks right into Michael Mayer, Myers, who gouges his eyes out. Later on, Loomis, Sheriff Mike Meeker, Rachel, and Jamie arrive at the station. Sayer staggers out of the bushes with his eyes gouged out and leaking pus and blood. He tells them that he saw the true face of evil all, all those years, and then he's taken to a hospital. That had been gruesome. You had questions I had asked. Well, those were my questions. Oh, sorry. My questions were like, how is he like supernaturally strong? How does he just appear out of thin air at different places? You know, but we were talking about. I I, I, I knew I want to make sure and I forgot. So I want to make sure we covered everything. Mine were like just, um, you know, things that I I overanalyze horror movies, (laughs) especially if they're not particularly scary to me. I want to come up with ways that will make them scarier which for me the more believable the movie is the scarier it is oh gotcha so there you go it's kind of the things that throw it off for me makes it less scary all the all the unexplainable powers he has makes him less scary to me i like there's (laughs) there's i need to know why there's some things i I appreciate though like i and i didn't know some until subsequent viewings of the, the 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 film when they go to the drugstore, or oh, the discount mart, Martin, uh-huh. in just in the foreground of the shot is the the uh, wrecker that Michael drove. Yeah, so yeah. you know he's there. He knows that, but, right. but the shot's through the hook, and he's like, if you're not paying attention, you don't know what that is. And so you just, oh, we're it's just like, doing. Oh, he's there. And then you're like, oh, yeah. wait. so like my second or third view, I was like, oh, wait, that's a truck. Oh, Michael said Because I was like, right. how to get to the discount mark? Oh, he drove. Yeah, he drove there. <laughs> right. And well, he just somehow knew that his niece would be there. See, right. I don't think he knows it's his niece. I think he's just like, I'm going to get, oh, scare this girl. Because he doesn't get realize it's her until they get to her. I don't know how he knows where the house uh, is. I don't know. He's got to know it's his niece. Well, because if he knew it was his niece, why didn't he try to kill her? And did he have a psychic connection with her? Maybe, maybe, maybe he didn't want to kill her. Maybe not the whole until time. they touch oh hands yeah. or before. like bringing in the shining Maybe right the now? whole time he just wanted to, you know, to transfer his evil to her. <laughs> maybe so. Uh, I don't know how Michael knows like which house to go to, but when he goes to the house, that he's starting to open all the uh, Jamie's mementos. <laughs> Jamie's mementos was Lori's picture and her picture, so well, that's how you realize who she is. Publicity still of Jamie Lee Curtis sitting on the that um, wall, right, in front, right. or the stone the first in front movie, of yeah. the house. And then, okay, if if we're looking at Minutia, how did she get a picture of six-year-old Michael Myers? Right. Right. Yeah. 
I don't I don't know. Because <laughs> she's got that in her memento box. Right. It's like, right. and why would you have that? Why would they let her have that? It's like, yeah, he killed people. We should not let this child have that. That's a. It's not. Yeah. Maybe when she's older, if, we'll have this talk. The, if the Strodes, if the Strodes originally died in a car crash, and baby Lori, not Strodes, um, the Myers family, if the Myers parents died in a car crash, which seems to happen frequently, and then <laughs> it's the curse, not Michael then, Myers, just the car crash. The, then Lori was adopted by the Strodes. You know, right. because that's in part two. Right. I'm not your mother, mm-hmm. so that seems to be a pattern. You right. Know, a- again, with part right. four, keep it simple. Go back to the touchstones that people remember from before part three. Right. You know, so with all of that happening, how would they even have a picture of Michael Myers in his little murder costume? <laughs> his little murder costume. And why doesn't he commit to that in the future? Like, why is he in plain dark clothes when he should be dressed like a clown? Well, because he had to steal that onesie from the mechanic because and, he was in a hospital gown. Yep, and in part and, one. And, and he did that same thing and his mummy in dark four. Yes, yeah. so he go back. Yes, yes, all of those callbacks to the original, you know, it's it's 1988 right. version of I fan service. Right. He was wearing a mechanic's onesie. Yeah, that's what that onesie is that he wears. Okay, he wears the, the, that the jumper. Jump it's suit. a mechanic jumper. Okay. That's what Speed mechanics suit. wear. <laughs> Never really paid attention to it. Yes. Yeah. Like but that's what he wears in all of them. He Killer. happens to find, like, like, even in the new one, there's they, there's a callback to four, in the, a real good callback to four in the yeah. newest one. He's like, I, mean, I need to find a mechanic to kill about my size <laughs> so I can get dressed. Well, and that's how that's how you get that's how you get um, in Rob Zombies. You get Tyler Maine going into the bathroom <clears throat> stall with Ken Foray, right? Because they're both these huge, huge hulking men. I'm like, okay, he's about my size. Let me smash him up and take his jumpsuit. Right. Oh, Ken Foray is awesome. Dawn of the Dead's amazing. It's all about that jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what gives him his superpowers. Maybe so. Maybe that's the jumpsuit. That's why he has to wear the jumpsuit at every I, I'm still going with Justina that the, the mental institution has a, uh, an awesome gym. I would, you know, <laughs> it would be scarier. It would be more believable if somebody just said, you know, he's possessed by Satan. He's purely the blackest eyes. <laughs> right. The devil's eyes. Exactly. They should well, just, you know. And to follow along with your point... If he's been in in part four, at the beginning of part four, if he's been bedridden for the past 10 years from 78 to 88. He would have atrophy. Yeah. His muscles. How is he sticking his thumb into, how is he getting up and walking around? Oh, they mentioned that like in in the investigation of of the ambulance crash, uh, because Sayer's talking to Loomis about it. It's like, he's an invalid. He's muscles of atrophy. He's probably 50 yards dead somewhere. We'll find him. It's great. Loomis is like, no, no, he's going to kill his niece. And of course he's right because that's the plot of the movie. And and again, in in 88, um, by that point, you already had zombie Jason. So audiences were accepting Jason had risen supernaturally right. from the grave. And he had Freddy, who was supernatural, who comes and kills you in your dreams. Your dreams. So audiences okay. could just, without a lot of... Ex- on Elm Street yeah, so without a lot of explanation, really? audiences would accept that Michael would have some supernatural-esque or right. supernatural-adjacent powers. It's good enough for them, though, he, so he can have it, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was a Freddy versus Jason movie. Was there uh, Michael versus anybody? There, there was going to be Michael there, versus Pinhead. Yeah, there was oh. Michael versus Pinhead, he's and then there was. Pinhead. Oh, he's he. That movie is scary. Hellraiser. That's a good scary movie. 
Is it called Hellraiser? Is that the movie? Yeah, it's yes. called Hellraiser. Pinhead's the bad guy. Yes, he's right. awesome. He Hold on, let me show you a picture. <laughs> Hold on. We could that talk guy's over. really hard to, like... They're from he's hell. not really like a he- Michael Myers is like a heavy. Jason's a heavy. I mean, they're they're chasing you. Pinhead is very Pin- intelligent. Pinhead has like an agenda, but he's not like <laughs> he's more like a corporate manager of evil. <laughs> yeah. So this is Pinhead. Or a branch manager of evil. You called us. We came. Uh, oh, like Pinheads. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. He's very literal in, in Hellraiser. Although he, he was just lead Cenobite. In the first one, right? He doesn't. He's in hell. Every time you roll over, that would hurt really bad. Yeah. <laughs> See, they're really scary because they're from hell. <laughs> we did a watch party recently of Hellraiser 4, and it's just... <laughs> it was funny. Plus Anne was on that with us. makeup is phenomenal. I love that. Anyway. First but, yeah, and there was... So, yeah, there was going to be, for about five minutes, there was going to be a, a Michael Myers versus Pinhead. Because but, of course, with the studio rights and, you know, who owns the rights to what, that's how come Freddy versus Jason took so long to make was who owned the rights to this. Okay, now New Line has the rights. Let's make this movie. And so the the legal negotiations well, kind of petered out well, with, the, the with why, the Michael re- versus Pinhead. The reason why yeah, well, well, Pinhead and Michael was because... So, Oh, uh, it's Paramount. No, it was New Line. New Line had gotten Jason. And so they did Freddy versus Jason because New Line right. got, J- got Friday the 13th. So everyone else was like, who can we have fight? And Dimension had Michael Myers and Pinhead. And so they're like, well, we have these both. And they just couldn't make it happen. It just, uh, it's just It's a miracle that any movie's made in Hollywood. And, and so while this sounds like a lot, I don't know how you would make it work. I don't know why would... Why would this even be a thing? Michael Myers was also going to fight Ash from uh, Evil Dead. That was also uh, well, and it was going to be Freddy versus (laughs) it was going to be Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Yes, and they did have two comic book series from that. That would be amazing. On a future episode of the Catacombs, we do Darkman, and there's a Darkman versus Ash comic, and we cover that too. So. Ash has fought everybody. <laughs> well, and the di- yeah, the dynamite comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know who Ash is? Mm-hmm. Okay, I haven't seen those. Evil Dead. Yeah, but I, I recognize it. They're and good. And I know that it's not the person from Pokemon. So. <laughs> no. JJP is going to be doing Evil Dead the musical. Oh really? Wonderful. Yes, we are. Um, we're gonna have a splash section too. Oh, wonderful! <gasps> have to. Yes. Um, for re- sure, you have to. So, are you ready for some bar trivia? Yes. So here's some fun th- facts. Daniel Harris, our, who played Jamie, thank you, sold the clown costume she wore to a fan, which I kind of find creepy. <laughs> I would buy it. I would totally it? buy that. Well, when she grew up. When she yeah. grew up. Okay. Well, she also so had a serious. She also had a serious stalker problem. Yeah, she did. Like stalking her, or yeah. she yeah. stalked somebody. Okay. Did she People do who like came a to her door with a lot a gun of horror movies? Though? No, she's done a lot of horror films. She was in both was. Rob Zombie ha- Halloween. She she comes yeah. back and she she doesn't play Jamie. She plays um Annie. Thank you. She plays Annie. 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 I'm just like uh, my brain went blank. I'm glad I have an expert here. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's why I have her. It's great. Uh, originally, when Jamie and Loomis were trapped in the school. Jamie hid, hides in a classroom under a desk. Michael enters, searching for her, throwing the desk over. Although due to time constraints, the sequence was not shot for the film. It was remembered by producer Mustafa Akid and was later reused in Halloween H2O. He was like, I like that. Let's make that happen. So, so you had Jamie Lee Curtis crawling under the tables. Um, right. And it took And that school, that school scene with the horrible mask that 
I don't know who is running continuity or not, but it's this this um, pink mask with blonde hair. All right, hair. so here's the mask story. You may know this, but here, yeah. So, so she's uh, done a lot of horror movies. So the the mask situation was this: um, the original mask is a Captain Kirk mask that they painted white, and they have not been able. Star to, Trek. Yeah, Star Trek. Okay. They haven't been able to get it right since, and so and sometimes dealing with rights issues. And it's all kind of, so when four comes around, they 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 got with Don Most to uh, Don Post to to make the right mask, and they said they're like, "This is what we want." So when they get the mask back, they're not white and brown hair they're very it's like pink hair and like flesh tone it's, it's terrible it's awful yeah. and so they have to make do what they so they repaint them and redye the hair and a couple of them doesn't get they don't make enough right, they, because they, it's night shoots right. and you're rushing, rushing and, and so, people are tired and so so they're shooting this this um scene with loomis and them in the the, the school and for just a split second, there is Michael with the blonde hair, the white, you know, and because someone grabbed the wrong mask, and they yeah. were just like, oh, let's." I don't, hey, I don't think continuity caught it, but um, they just went with it. And then so editing, yeah. When you're and when you're rushing a production to meet a release date, right, right, and stuff happens. And this film was shot in forty-seven days, and oh wow, which is super quick. fast for a horror film, especially something that's got some complex. Special effects like they, you know, they blow up the diner and things like that. There's a lot of complex stuff in here. Um, the drugstore set, uh, the Discount Mart uh, set, was used in Stephen King's The Stand. Yes, and, it was. And Vincent al- Drugs. Yep. And also The Sandlot. Uh, uh, Salt Lake City. <laughs> you do. You use what you got. Uh, so little, pe- uh, little do people know, but the entire there's an entire sequence shot with uh, Tom Morga playing Michael Myers, not George Wilbur. Mark was fired by Keed after he wasn't playing my, uh, Michael properly, whichever that means. <laughs> so they hired Wilbur to do the rest of the movie. So the scene is in the diner when Loomis is talking to him and says, oh, damn you, and shoots him. That's not um, George Wilbur. All right. And so... Uh, he stood correctly. <laughs> he did. He just, I, don't, I wasn't happy with him. Uh, so something had to be uh, done to acknowledge the improbability of Dr. Loomis's survival. Because in the end of two, he's blown up as well. Um, so the filmmaker is compromised by giving him some burn scars on his hands and the right side of his face. Halfway through production, Pleasance's girlfriend watched some of the dailies and was rather bluntly but accurately blurted out, Look, Donald, you've got an egg on the side of your face. <laughs> it was one of those once you've seen, it can't be seen, unseen moments. So Donald Pleasance freaked out. And so they had to go back and redo the makeup on them. And so they reshot everything that they had already reshot with him. However, in the process of editing, there are scenes where you see this egg-looking scar makeup on his face. That they just okay. they weren't supposed to be there, and they just I'm got it. I'm so glad you told me that because I thought I was losing my mind last <laughs> no. night. Because I, I specifically look at special effects makeup when I'm right. watching movies. And so when they first showed the makeup... The first thing I thought is that's a really bad makeup job. Yeah. I mean, the first scene with when you see him, and it's like that's just it doesn't look right. And then throughout the movie, it got better. <laughs> was like, but then it would get worse. It, right. Like in the it same like scene, it was like it wasn't like camera angles. It was just like it's it just was like the makeup itself changed throughout the movie. Right, and by the time you get to part six. He simply and uh, Dr. Loomis simply announces in his first scene that he had plastic surgery. Right, they're like, we're oh, not, of course, he was in his eighties by in the other time. Words, he was doing I'm this. not he was doing the makeup man. anymore. 
And he died shortly before Halloween 6 was released. Uh, I didn't life. notice the makeup, but Jennifer did. Oh, it <laughs> drove was me like, nuts. His scar keeps changing. Yeah. yeah. And at this point, I think it I was just nuts. so exhausted that I was like... He's a scar. But it's funny because like they went back and they shot me. they shot everything over and it's just, it was literally just oh uh, here's the footage too and they they cut it in. Danielle Harris revealed uh, that uh, while her character was running through the neighborhood screaming for help, someone actually legitimately called the cops. She was banging on doors yelling for someone to help me, help me. And uh, after I got lost trick or treating and or, or something, she she quotes. So, four o'clock in the morning, they hear this little girl screaming up the street, and so someone calls the cops. The cops came, and the story ended up when the inquirer, when that the inquirer said that she almost got kidnapped off the set. Didn't happen, but the cops were called. Melissa Joan Hart auditioned for Jamie. Interesting. Yeah, Sabrina. Oh, wow. Sabrina could have been Jamie, the teenage serial killer. <laughs> uh, the body count of this movie is eighteen, plus one dog. And Michael Myers is a dog killer. That is one thing I do not like about him. He kills dogs all throughout this series. My very next trivia. He he needs something to eat. He kills them and he eats on them. Um, And how many dogs has he killed in the series? Okay, they think um, Brackett and Loomis think that he killed a dog back at his childhood home. Um, And he kills Lester. Because Lester's getting on Annie's nerves and he goes outside. So Lester, the German Shepherd. Right. Um, he kills Sunday in part four. He kills Max in part five. I can't remember right offhand if there's a dog in part six that he kills. No. I'm okay. Um, then uh, H2O at the school, no. Resurrection, uh, um, but in this Rob Zombie. This is my Zom- favorite segment. In, <laughs> watching. I know, in I Rob Zombie part two. He he kills a dog and eats it, and and Lori has that psychic connection with him, and so she goes and barfs while he's eating the dog. She's eating a pineapple pizza, and then yep. she goes and barfs while he's eating the dog. So That's awesome. so you're right, Craig. There's total six, three in this continuity, and three in the others. <laughs> so. I love you so hard right now. <laughs> and she did it from memory. She did it with names at first. She was like, and then Sunday, and I was like, oh, it completely from memory. See, this I told is awesome. you she would class up the joint. That's <laughs> uh, in the original script, Rachel hits Michael with the truck five times. While shooting, they reduced it to three, but in editing, it ended up being one. She just backs up and just <laughs> die. Backs up the truck. Die. That would be me. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play Screw, Mary Kill. Ooh. All right, so we're going to do the love triangle. Rachel, Brady, and Kelly, or I will accept Meeker, Loomis, and Michael, whichever one you want. <laughs> Mary, Can I mix them? Mary, Rachel, <laughs> Screw, Kelly, and Kill, Brady. All right. <laughs> She's just straight out. No, that's exactly where I'm at. Listen, Kelly looked good in those underpants. Yeah, things. she did. Yeah, she did. I mean, she was the best looking out of all of them. She had a hot little tight body and a little cute little butt in those panties. Right, because so. she was like, I don't need pants. <laughs> so she would have to be the screw. And, right, then, you know? after, and then after Rachel threw the coffee on her, she did put on the plaid flannel. Right. Only. Right. No pants. Only right. pants. No pants. Pants you have overrated. to kind of respect her diligence not to wear pants. She's like, I don't wear pants in my own house. I also don't wear pants in my house, but 
I also don't answer the door like that either. So. Especially when children are trick-or-treating. Trick or treating, right? Even For though sure. it was those mean children, <laughs> the mean children yeah. who made fun of Jamie at school, and then she ends up trick-or-treating with them. My Halloween costume this year is going to be an extra-large white T-shirt that says, <laughs> Cops do it by the book. That's all I'm wearing to answer the door no, this no, year no. for Halloween. You need some skimpy, white, lacy pansies on. Oh, I'll have and that I'm sure on if you took it. those to a convention, Kathleen Kinmont would probably sign both of those. I think, I'm, oh, that's going to be my next <laughs> cosplay. <laughs> I swear to God. Like that's all I'm going to wear. Oh my that's God. the easiest. Thank you. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Guess what I'm doing. Tease the hair a little bit. Give it some 80s floof. Oh, yep. yeah. Lots of 80s hair. Yeah. Lots of 80s hair. Oh, Especially yeah. in part five. Part five has some really Pensacon, good 80s hair. I'm coming for you. <laughs> it's coming up in February. Uh, so, yes, you can mix them up if you'd like. I'd. I, I don't want to marry any of them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the game. You have to marry uh, one. I will marry the cop because he probably has a pension. Dude, Johnny, the way I will screw his daughter because she's hot. <laughs> oh, that's not weird. And I will she's being honest. kill Loomis because he gets on my nerves. He Aww. is really Aww. annoying. Sorry, he, he does. Really I love Dr. Loomis. He gets crazier and crazier, <laughs> crazier. in each he's, installment. He's not as annoying as Father Loomis. <laughs> it was bad to <laughs> I'm not. No words. Love you, Scotty. Yeah, that, was, that was a low blow. There you go. There <laughs> I wouldn't do go. that to you. You low blow. Real quick, some background so you understand that I'm obsessed with Prince of Darkness. It's oh, m- that's okay. What that's I, I'm okay. Ob- I'm obsessed with Prince same. of Darkness. Here's the question: Same actor, How same last name. One's a father, one's Prince a daughter. You in the church. Oh, I love that movie. It, it's mm-hmm. it's about a lava lamp. An evil church. lava lamp. An evil pray, lava lamp. Pray, pray for, for death. death. Oh, love it. And Alice Cooper, man. Alice, Alice Cooper. Cooper. That was cool. Alice Cooper. Such a good movie. But once again. And a Simon had, from a Simon and Simon. It had a little bit too much cheese in it. It's fine. It's okay. Oh, it, it's the 80s. It's the 80s. It's the 80s. Look, it's not an Oscar-winning film. It's not my favorite film of all time. However, it's not even my jo- favorite John Carpenter uh, film. It's my favorite John Carpenter film. <laughs> oh, like, no, no, uh, we draw the line right there. Because it's I, I I I like the ambition of that film. I'm that there's so much that they, they fall so short. In the 80s. I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street scared the bejesus out of me. The first one, Hellraiser scared me a lot. Hellraiser grosses me out just because the first one is really really just. Gory. Yeah, Clive Barker and and the king of cinematic body. Well, okay, he's the king of literary body horror. And when he gets together with Cronenberg, the king of cinematic body horror. Oh, I used to love to read some Clive Barker. Um, Yeah, it's got a. I don't know. I just like things that are just more intense. So again, and you had so Hellraiser had already come onto the scene. So again, we've got the audience primed to accept the supernatural. The supernatural, of course. We we either had. Oh, I know we had Hellraiser. We were getting close for two, or weren't we? Yeah, two was either in production or out. Because eighty-eight was a fantastic year for horror fans. Yeah, I have a whole list about what's coming out, what's out for that. Ah, oh, how prescient. (laughs) Yeah. I try to do more, I try to good do re, good research on the show. Um, for me, real quick, my screw Mary kill. I'm, I Rachel, I'd marry, but I know it's very it's going to be very fleeting. Uh, we'd kill Brady because well he's terrible, and yeah, I'd screw Kelly because 
how could you not? She doesn't wear pants. She doesn't wear pants. Did you guys do yours? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It was the same as his. Yeah. You're the odd man out this time. But that's, that's okay. okay. No, 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 I had to fix it up, man. So Sheriff you know, and Sheriff Meeker doesn't make it that much longer. I mean he makes it through five, but then dies at the end, so you get that pension. That's right, you, you get the pension. It's all about the pension. See, if I, I have to marry I, one of them, I still want to have reason. to carry him and the memories of his dead daughter because you know he's he's he starts drinking heavily after this. Well, that's one of <laughs> the reasons why like, I'm so ex- yeah. It's one of the reasons why I'm so excited pension. to see Charlie Cyphers has been cast in the next Halloween movie. Right. So you get to see what he's been going through, carrying around the weight of Annie for you know Annie's death right. for forty years. Oh, it's gonna, be, uh, it's gonna be interesting. The new one looks good. Looks like it'll actually be scary. I don't know. The but horror movies are different now. I think. I, I my my problem with Halloween, the most recent Halloween, is that they've solved it. So, what for two? What you know the secret? What uh, they solved it? They they made a cage and they burned him alive. Like oh please, you in the final shots, you did not see him down at that basement. I know. The, but the, the, and. And That's I the thing seen with it. all of the with so all of the minutia it. here. So it doesn't matter. That's true. I it agree. doesn't matter if it makes a nickel. There's going to be another one. They're like there was a trap door. <laughs> so uh, speaking of making nickels, uh, anyone want to guess what the domestic gross on this film was? An eighty-eight. October twenty-first, nineteen eighty-eight. That's the, the twenty-seven million. Twenty-seven. What do you think? Fourth one, the third one was crazy, so they're really gonna have to like try to get their people back. So I'm gonna say 15 million. What do you think? Oh, I feel ashamed that I don't remember this. No, no, it's good. It's, it's fun for the game. <laughs> After she listed the dogs and names like, of this dogs, is, this is the weird minutiae. This <laughs> is not like the like, end story oh, minutia. Man, so. I'm disappointed in myself. I hope you guys all. So we have this. we have a 27 to 15. I don't know. For 1980, are you talking opening weekend no, no, or d- total gross? Total gross. We're talking. To, we'll do opening weekend next, but total gross. Uh, that both numbers. 35. I don't know. Total gross was 17.7. So oh, Justina was close. Wow. Uh, All right. Opening weekend. What do you think? You, where do you think it placed, or what do you, what do I think it did? Well, where do you think it placed opening weekend? I'll I'll tell you. It made 6.8 million for opening weekend. Okay, and it was in October. Mm-hmm. I say it placed number two. Number two. I'm going to agree with that, number two. Number two? Yeah, I, I would hesitate to think number one. In my heart, I would hope it was number one, but I don't think so. So what, do you think? so what do you think? I would go with two. Ladies, it was number one. <laughs> oh, wow. We were all so close. Number we two were. was The Accused. Number three was Alien Nation. Number four was Punchline. And number five was Gorillas in the Mist. Well, if yeah, I'd so known I the know other movies that were yeah, out, I, like, I, I would have told those, you so where it was. No, it's and not fair to do yeah, it that way. <laughs> and, and, well, the marketing for it, when you've got the poster, and it's just a giant picture of Michael Myers' face, right. you know, the mask. And everybody wanting him back. get people back. Everybody yeah, wanting him back. Absolutely. So in the year, how do you think it ranked? I will, tell you, I, I will give you a hint. It did rank in the top 100. I would say... 63. Just got this look on her face. 75. 75, 63, and... I don't know, 50? 57. Oh, wow. go, go. It feels like Price right is Right. between us. <laughs> yeah. I so, went over a little bit. Can anyone name the any of the top five films of 88? Nope. Top Gun. 84. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. Y'all, we always do this. <laughs> this always turns into a game of what came out in the 80s. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I was... Was it a Freddy movie? Because I'm thinking Freddy was probably higher than... 
than well, Halloween. In the eighties, what came out in eighty-eight? Ghost. No, uh, that 90. was ninety. Was it ninety? Yeah, it's ninety. Um, no okay, let me think of what else came out in the eighties. Ooh, Snow White. Ghostbusters. Eighty-four. So 84 and 89. <laughs> Snow White? <laughs> I'm sticking by Snow White. You're by Snow White. Number one was Rain Man. Number two was Snow White. No, no. Number two was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, oh yeah. That, that, may have, that was word. a money spinner. That was. Uh, number three, Coming to America. Oh, I love that movie. Number four, Big. It was cute. And number five, Twins. I saw all those. 1980 also gave us Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Willow. Ooh, best Christmas movie ever, Die Hard. The Land Before Time. Yeah. And we've touched on this a little bit, but the horror of 1988 included Friday the 13th Part 7, which has an Alabama connection. Yep. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. Poltergeist 3, the one with the little right tip, honestly dies. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Serpent in the Rainbow. Hellraiser um, 2, They Live, and The Blob. Okay, so... Back to the, the horror movie. Serpent the Rainbow was really freaky. And yeah, the original the Poltergeist, the first Poltergeist was scary to me. I like Poltergeist, but I, I'm now, I only watch it when I watch E.T. If I'm watching E.T., I'm like, we're going to watch E.T. today. We're going to watch E.T. and Poltergeist back to back. Why is that? Because they're the same movie. And it's yeah, the whole the whole controversy over who actually directed. Spielberg directed both of them. Come on, let's be honest. Toby Hooper's even said it. <laughs> Toby Hoover was like Toby Hoover was there. He's like, I got paid. I didn't realize <laughs> that there was a controversy. It's not really a controversy, but th- there was discussion. Uh, Spielberg Spielberg was slighted to to make Poltergeist, but ET ran over, so right. he couldn't do it. So they got Toby Hooper to do it. Uh, Spielberg served as executive producer, but he was on set more times than not. So when he was on set, he directed. There you go. <laughs> but it's the same movie. So in Spielberg's mind too, it was the same movie. So you've got. E.T. is this film of suburban ni- uh, dreams. You know, the little boy finds an alien. It's all the- had this adventure. Poltergeist is suburban nightmares. You know, the house is haunted and on this cookie cutter stuff, and it's just you know built on a burial ground, and it's oh, it's so good. Watch them with, together with it's that a- great '80s trope of negligent, absent, or somehow in- not abusive, but parents who aren't really there for R- their right. kids, oh, yeah. and then the mom in the end. Yeah, you know, the mom and dad have to stop smoking pot and right. take care of their kids. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I was a product of the of that. Being that in the summers, both of my parents worked, so I was home by myself oh, yeah. all the time. Yep, so there's little Jamie, and she's an orphan. Jamie's an <laughs> orphan. <laughs> Jamie's an orphan. <laughs> Jamie's uncle's a boogeyman. <laughs> and so she's living with a foster Why family, and that just opens... Then? Like, what if that that boogeyman had her back? <laughs> like, wouldn't you be a little concerned about Like, Jamie's uncle's a boogeyman. Be like, yeah, I'm going to get him to come after you. <laughs> yeah, she never mm-hmm. says that though. Which she which doesn't she have to. She can do it herself now. now she can murder oh, yeah, the children. Yeah. She's super creepy and stuff. Um, okay, yeah, because it's not the kids that Tommy exactly Doyle grew up with. Awesome. Boogeyman's coming to get you. <laughs> you know, the boogeyman's coming to get you. And now we're gonna see Lonnie Elam forty years later. Right. And which which was funny because I was hoping they'd get Paul Rudd to come back as Tommy. <laughs> a lot of people a lot of people wanted that, but apparently he had a scheduling conflict oh, with I bet Ghostbusters. He would, I bet he so. would do it too. I, I bet he would do it. Well, um, you know, Kyle Richards is coming back, right. but they got uh, Michael Anthony Hall to do Tommy Doyle. So should be fun. Should be fun. Uh, thank you so much for coming. This was a blast. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. And so it's always nice to have someone else that knows a bunch of stuff. I can't a, fill in that slot. So, um, I, you know, this is one of my favorite of the, the, the series. Uh, it's fun. 
It's silly, but it's fun. <laughs> I like the thumb in the head. I really like how he kills the guy in the power station. That's that's fun for me. You like that? Yeah, it's silly. It's just like, what are you doing here? Just And then you can defeat Michael Myers with a truck and a fire extinguisher. It's just you know, we guns won't hurt him, but a fire extinguisher in a truck take Heck it yeah. take take care of him really well. All right, so uh, thank you again for coming. Uh, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.